Welcome to New Teacher Talk. My name is Kelly Finnan and I am a sixth grade math teacher in Barrington 220 School District. I just finished up my fourth year of teaching. Today I'm going to be talking about teacher and work-life balance, which is actually kind of an interesting topic, an ironic topic actually to be talking about, because it's really kind of taken up until this school year for myself to really figure out what a work and life balance is and to really start to set some boundaries between work and my social life. When I think back to that first year of teaching, my job consumed me. It's very overwhelming as a first-year teacher. You're tackling so many different things. You're figuring out the little logistics within your school building. You're figuring out your content that you're teaching. You are figuring out classroom management and behavior systems. It is a lot all at once. I can think back again to that first year of teaching and our contractual hours were from 8.45 to 3.40 in the afternoon and I would get to school at 7.45 in the morning, work for an hour even before school and I would stay after school until 5 o'clock and work after school every single day. I'd give myself Fridays off. I would take that full time because I needed to be able to wrap my head around everything that was going on, everything that was new, you know, that also included doing work outside of the classroom and at home. But as the years went on, you kind of start to get a little bit more comfortable. And of course, things are going to get easier as far as your content. You know, after that first year, you have everything under your belt. You can make slight adjustments to the work that you did the previous year, adjusting to students or things that worked well or didn't work well. So as time went on, the content piece of it definitely helped kind of building that work and life balance as well as the logistics and the dynamics of just working in the building. I figured out, you know, who I needed to go talk to about what and those kinds of things became a lot easier. I think a major reason why I was able to start having that separation between work and my life outside of work was truly related to my family and, and specifically my fiance. I'm getting married in December, so him and this, you know, next kind of phase of life has really allowed me to think about more separation between work and my life outside of school. I think I am a better teacher and better person when I am able to separate the two. I give it my all in my time that I have at school. I do get to school still early, not quite at 7.45, you know, somewhere between 8 or 8.15 to allow myself a half hour before school to really crank some work out and get up for the day. I really take advantage within my day of my plan time and make the most of that so that I can turn it off essentially when the school day is done or if I still have work to do outside of school, it's not consuming my entire evening. I found joy in being able to go to the gym after school to better myself and do something for myself or um, cooking and planning meals and spending time with him and family outside of school is really what helps me to separate. Another strategy that has taken up until this school year to help myself separate that work and life balance was turning off email notifications on my phone. I still have my school email app on my phone, but by turning the notifications off, I can choose whenever outside of school time that I want to check my email and see what's going on. 
there are kind of some pros and cons to that of I liked having the notifications on to be able to be, of course, notified by anything that may be necessary in the moment of when it's sent out. But then I also found myself that could get some maybe difficult emails or frustrating emails outside of work time and that would affect my mood. I, too, with email as well, if I got that notification, then I felt like I needed to respond, you know, within minutes of receiving it, which is not necessary. We can give ourselves time to be able to get back to emails. You know, we can respond in an appropriate amount of time. By doing that, too, you're setting a boundary, especially for, you know, if it's family communication, that you are available within the contract hour time. And if you choose to respond outside of that, that is your choice. But it's setting boundaries, too, for families to know that you have a life as well. I think that that has been really a huge saving grace in the work and life balance for years and years. My colleagues would tell me that I need to turn my notifications off and it took until the school year to really be able to do that. With that, you're able to think about school when you want to, but then you're able to separate yourself as well. For new teachers, that might be a small, simple step to help you create that balance, but maybe something out there, maybe there's other hobbies that you have or other things that are able to help you build that work and life balance. You kind of have to figure out what's best for you because we're all unique and individual and things that make us feel really good or help us in our free time are going to be different depending on person to person. But I think the one common thing is the stress of it and the necessity of having that work and life balance because teaching is a very demanding job. You give 110% every single day, but you also need to allow yourself that time to reset to be the best version of yourself. I encourage you to find what that work-life balance is for you and really stick to it because it's just going to make you feel a lot better when it comes to your day-to-day job. So thank you for listening. I hope you become a regular follower of this podcast channel. And remember, as a new teacher, we are here to help you. 